You can edit your sh- pink shirt out of it if you want. <laughs> I like my shirt. I'm sure you do. That's why you're wearing it. Obviously. That's the problem. Whatever. Feels good to be back. Are you recording? I am recording. Feels good to be back. It does. Your ugly face. Mm. I wanted to say that. I practiced that earlier. Either way it goes. This is Relationship Talks with Rick and Naaman. I'm Rick. And I am the DJ Blue. The most incredible. The most um, some other words that would uh, be <laughs> synonyms to good and great. The DJ Blue. Yeah, he's naming. The DJ Blue. Ooh. Yeah, you're done. What? Mr. Blue? I guess. All right. I guess I'm done. So, recently I was doing some spring cleaning in the summer, maybe. Mm-hmm. I guess you could call it that still. Okay. And I was getting rid of some things that um, my ex, who used to live with me, had left in the house you know sounds like it's a sensitive subject the way you just stuttered it's like my my ex had no, left it's not a sensitive subject what but you, you know so you know the thing about it is is that um when you move on from a situation you usually get rid of all the stuff like i've never been one to like delete pictures yeah but you know like recently as i know it's like yo i don't even want those memories you know what i mean And I was like, having this stuff in the house has no effect because she didn't want it, you know? And I was like, it's just here, it's whatever. Honestly, you know, I was just being lazy. Yeah. And I just didn't want to get rid of it. But honestly, when I got everything out, it made me feel good. Okay. Which really kind of surprised me. Why did it surprise you? I mean, you were getting rid of something, you were moving some space out. Yeah, because, you know, the thing is that I didn't really think that it affected me. You know what I mean? I didn't think having it there affected me. But, you know, this energy with stuff and this memories with stuff. And it's like I didn't realize that even though it might have been on the smallest level, it was still something that was weighing on me, maybe. Soul tides. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just like we talked about that before. You were connected to that energy. Right. And I just had to get it. I had to get it gone, you know? And that was like that final extra little bit. I mean, I've already moved on, but that was that final extra bit of closure that I needed to like fully clear the energy. Of course. So speaking about closure, right? What what are some things that you do after a breakup to to help move on from that situation? Um, honestly, for me personally, I would say uh, breakup playlists. Breakup <laughs> playlists is always the best thing. I mean, when I first did my my first breakup. <clears throat> from that one chick I just listened to a lot of breakup music yeah. You're as cold as ice Those types of tracks um, <laughs> She's going oh, I, You know I better learn how to face it You know those types <laughs> Those types um, Oh man You a rich girl And it don't do nothing anyway the, All these songs was in the lineup It's funny because all the songs that you Like you're doing sounds like Songs that have been highly sampled by other people Holly Notes, man <laughs> Holly Notes. uh What is the other one? Uh, Chicago Oh my goodness I remember you were listening to Holly Oates Yeah like I did I was sharing it on Facebook <laughs> man My favorite was You a rich girl And it don't, it don't matter anyway But I mean breakup songs are always good Because the, the, the whole thing is is therape- therapy therapeuticness yeah. would be what that music is it's a it's a release they released that stuff so we could listen to it and would do our own releases you know what i mean so breakup playlist that would be the first thing um <clears throat> you need a support group a support group a support group a support group that's basically going to be like hey don't do it 
Don't do what? It doesn't matter. You need somebody. <laughs> you need somebody that's going to sit back and tell you not to do it. Don't do it. I feel like I tell you don't to, not to do stuff a lot. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, and you told me not to do a lot of stuff at that time. You know, there were some things that I wanted to do when it was like, it was toxic to give her a call. Even because the thing is, my whole thing when I did break up with her right. was for me. Yeah, it was for you. It was for me. If I didn't break up with her, I was going to end up, you know, moving in with her, kicking her out and filing for a divorce and getting <laughs> full custody of the kids and the dog. See, but the thing about because it, I don't like her. So the thing about it is, is knowing us. And shout out to you if you're listening to this and you know who you who, who you are. Um, we cool now, but I ain't going to say no names. Yeah. But I didn't like her at that time. No, I know you didn't. But see, the thing about it is, is that if you talk about support groups, if we, I mean, I've been in that situation too. If you start that thing that you shouldn't do, if I say, hey, don't text her, don't call her. Right. If you did that. You'd be right back in, and oh, the easy. cycle would right continue. Right back in that cycle, that cycle would have never ended. Would have never ended. So even with the support group, it's kind of like a accountability partner, you know? Yeah, precisely. So like, I held you accountable for the situations. So you said that you were done. So I'm like, man, you said you were done. It's kind of like a reminder because there's a lot of things that you say you don't, you won't do. It's like I'm not eating sweets today, and then you go to the store and it's like, yeah. oh, I'm just gonna bag these M and M's right, right here, and then you start eating the M and M's, and then Drugs. you remember like, oh man, Drugs. I said I wasn't eating sweets, and now I'm eating these M and M's, but I'm so that's a cheat day, Doing so I drugs. might as well just do it all day, right? It's drugs. Like you know what else is a drug? What's that? Love. Love is a drug. Love is a drug. Love is. And a the drug. thing is, the 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 crazy part about it is, if you look at it and put it into perspective. Um, when you think about breakups, right? That drug that you were just high off of, it had fentanyl in it. It wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't real. It wasn't like like real. It was something fake. So what you thought you were getting was pure Colombian, uncut. It was like a placebo. Yeah, but it wasn't pure Colombian. It was just something. So when that love actually completely leaves, and you don't even get. A percentage of that pure uncut that you thought you was getting, you're not getting anything now. So you're having withdrawals because love is a drug. I mean, when you put it like that, I yeah, definitely. That up. I mean, that was, really, <laughs> that was genius, just Thank just you. that quick. Because if you think of love as a drug, you definitely go through withdrawals. And There's you, a song called "Love Is a Drug," but the rest of that stuff I made up. Oh, totally. I just want to make I'm that sure, clear. I'm sure. Right. So definitely I need to be a doctor. So, something. I could be a doctor. I could totally be a psychiatrist. What is it? A Psycholo psychologist? Psychologist. 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 Psychologist and a psychiatrist? Psychiatrists are the ones that do the medicine, too. Yes. I want to do medicine. I don't think you are responsible enough. I want to do those drugs. You probably shouldn't do drugs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, love is definitely a drug because yeah. you do go... Uh, you think about when you fall in love, it's an addiction. Yeah, it can be an addiction. It can be an love, it can be addicting. And then won't be forever. I love that song. Then if you break up, and that's one of the breakup songs too. Another breakup song. Sorry to stop you up there. Oh my you said when you break up. Another good song is "One Is the Loneliest Number That There Ever Was." Such an old two could be as bad as much much yeah. Such an old soul. I'm gonna have him put a breakup playlist together. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm definitely gonna. <laughs> You have to share that on Spotify. Definitely. But um, so like you think about you, you have the addiction and you can't get enough of it. Then you break up and you have that withdrawal. Yeah. And if you go back to it, 
before you oh, before man. you beat that addiction, you all you You're just start terrible. to cycle over again. Yeah, easy. Or if you try and you know take that addiction that you had with whatever that person is or whatever whoever that person was, right? You you say, all right, well I'm gonna get somebody else to replace that addiction. That's it's still just, just as bad. It's just trying a new drug. Exactly, it's a new drug with less fentanyl in it. Um, maybe it's a little lighter on the head. You know, <laughs> you don't get this tired. You know, maybe it's an upper, not a downer. You know, who knows? But still, it's toxic. Yeah. What are there any other? So other than support groups and breakup Play, playlists, is there anything playlist. else you do for closure? Um, do you? So here, it's what? a question for you. So me, I used to keep pictures. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like pictures we took together and stuff like that. Okay. Now it's kind of like I don't really have a need for these. I don't need to mm-hmm. have these mm-hmm. memories. Mm-hmm. Like I'll mm-hmm. keep memories from the, our photos from that time, mm-hmm. but not mm-hmm. of us. Okay. Right, especially when they weren't nasty. We know how you are. Just to take pictures of blankets on the park and stuff like that. Oh, all the way back to episode one. Look at that. There we go. (laughs) All the way back. Maybe if you had taken a picture of the receipt, you would have known the NWA movie. That would have been a a thing that you would have known. Maybe if you had taken a picture of that situation. Maybe. So just uh, for record, do you keep pictures of, of exes? <clears throat> I'm, and I'm talking about just like okay. pictures of you two together. All right. I'm going to answer this question. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Next so, question. So you're going to answer by not, not answering it. Next question. Bing. So do you keep pictures? Next question. <laughs> of exes. Man, this is easy. <laughs> this is easy. Pass. <laughs> Next question. No, um, I don't know how else to say it other than saying, "Hey, I plead the fifth. <laughs> how about this? Has One, it, two, three, four, five, fifth. If. Has, there any, <laughs> has there ever been anything that you held on to of a for exes? sentimental value? Yes. No, absolutely not. Because I'm not. I don't want to say I'm heartless. I just I'm like a squirrel. <laughs> a squirrel. Okay. Just Here trying we to go. get a nut. Boom. Just kidding. That's not what I meant. Oh, that was no. not the context in which I meant to say that. Ladies and I gentlemen, I meant to say that is exactly what he meant. I swear to Buddha, <laughs> that's not it. Okay. To, to Buddha, though. <laughs> All right. All right. So hear me out. Hear <laughs> you me out. Swear to something you don't worship. That makes total sense. <laughs> All right. So hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I would say I keep documentation. Okay. I keep documents. Mm. Um. Let's say, for instance. You are at a job, right? Okay. And this job is like, oh, it's a good job. Oh, I love this job. And there, boom, documents. You find documents at this job, documents are yours. They're your documents. So you push them away and you put them in a file folder that no one can find. That's password protected. (laughs) You just put them away. So let me translate to the audience. So basically what he's saying is that he keeps pictures of all of his exes, but he doesn't keep them where his new person could find them. He puts them in files and then he passwords protects them so only he can get to them. That's not at all what I just said. That's ex- that's that's what you said. No, I'm pretty no, sure. no, no. I keep them. Uh, no, I don't keep <laughs> things like that. Ah, gotcha. I do not keep anything. I don't keep anything. That's sick, man. That's sick. I, wish I don't I keep see. pictures of my exes. Yes, you do. That's ridiculous. Say so you don't. No. <laughs> what I look like? Somebody who keep pictures of their exes? I'm sipping my tea. No, I absolutely not. Man, I, I wouldn't say that. Like I say, that <clears throat> next question. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. I don't have no exes. No? Nah. Mm. Nah, I've, I've been single since shit, birth. <laughs> <laughs> I've been single since birth. That's basically how it works. This has never been in a relationship. No, I never even met a woman before. 
I'm always been single. So you never met. They call me the Virgin Naaman. Oh my goodness! You get it? Like the Virgin Mary? Yeah, I get it. Same letters. Let no. Me, I'm already six feet sport. away, but it's like I feel like I need to back up further because I feel like he's gonna be struck by lightning. Man, if you get that type of energy in here, you better believe it's If you're like, oh no, he's being struck by lightning. The next thing you know, I just start powering up. You can't take me. <laughs> like wait, he's giving him energy. He's watching the children of the corn, folks. Man. Man. So yeah, so other than it, was, it was a piece of furniture that was here, and you know, honestly, I really should have got rid of it sooner. But I was just lazy. Yeah. And it's crazy how how much being lazy actually can affect you with things like that because it's things that you know you should do or change, and you don't do it because you're lazy. Right. But just like when you spring clean your house and you get rid of all that stuff that you used to have that you don't need anymore in a relationship when you really finalize a relationship i feel like it's super healthy to get rid of all of that stuff that that's unneeded now i'm not talking about everything but stuff that has an unnecessary attachment i agree i mean for me personally my attachments are are basically memories and just documentation that's basically it. I mean, I'm serious. Like you laughing, but are you talking? Are you talking about your journal? You keep saying documentation. Documentation, because that's what it is. And in, in, in any type of business, you need documents. So relationships are business. Business, of course. I mean, can you elaborate for me? Sir? All right. So every transaction is business transactions, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't keep photos that I'm not supposed to have. Period. So if I looked on your computer hard drive, I wouldn't find any. If you looked on my computer hard drive. You may see some things you do not want to see, my brother. That is why I do not play around on your computer. So. Even though I remember somebody playing around on my computer. And I never touched your computer. Mm. Like I said, if you didn't catch me, it never happened. <laughs> I did catch you. That's <laughs> the thing. I caught you. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't catch me, it never happened. Right. That never happened. Um, so speaking, going back to music for a second, mm-hmm. um, do you feel like having somebody be able to relate to your pain? You know who's really good at being able to relate to pain and music is uh Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Oh yeah. Him so, and um Adele. Adele. Yeah. Man. I know I'm not the only one. That sounds just like him. I thought I thought you was doing Adele. Um, oh no, that's that's that was Sam. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Adele is a little bit different. <clears throat> Are you ready? Hello. Oh, oh man, you horse right My, now. I am, what's, man. What's My, going on? <clears throat> <clears throat> Hello. I can do it. I mean, whatever. That's that's more Michael. Um, Michael, what you call? Not Blue Bay, but um, I forget the guy's Bolton? name. No, not Michael Bolton. Here's the truth. I can't even do Michael Bolton right now. <laughs> but man, what's his name? Michael McDonald. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely. That's that's like that's actually pretty good. Thank you. But yeah, so do you think that? Do you think it's relating to the music or feeling like somebody can relate to you? What What do you think it is about sad music that makes you feel better when you sad? Personally, as a someone who loves music, I breathe, I eat, I sleep it. In that order, um. I would say listening to any type of music that is expressive, it helps you see it from somebody else's point of view. Okay. Like the one, like I said, with the she's gone. Oh, I, oh, I better learn how to face it. She's gone. What went wrong? You know, uh, then it's like, there's one lyric. It was like, oh man, 
everybody needs a little conversation, something like that. But it talks you through the actual, actual words. You know what I mean? So it teaches you how to deal with it from another way. You feel like it teaches you how to deal with what's going on. Exactly. Like um, any type of music, honestly, like the even the Sam Smith songs, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Like, I know I'm not the only one. You know, why am I Could so emotional? You know what I mean? Why am I so emotional? You know, it's that like, song is so good. Do <laughs> self control. Never work. You know, but it's like it, it goes through. So it gives you the basic tools to survive under your circumstances. Because some people don't have those types of things to survive under. Yeah, I mean, and on top of that, too, like I'll throw in, it probably feels good for a lot of people to know that. Rich, successful, like super uber attractive people still go through the same things that everybody else do. But not not I, their fame doesn't save them from that. But I think honestly it's deeper than that. Because when they're saying these things, they're not these rich and successful people. They're only rich and successful when you look at them in the face. Okay. When you see them at their homes and stuff like that. That's when they're rich and successful. You're no longer rich and successful when you release your music. Mm. That's that's not even a thing. You know what I'm saying? You look at any artist, anybody who paints or anything like that. Some of the most brilliant, I would say, artists who paints whatever they paint. They're not rich and successful through that painting. Their art is through that painting. That's their life. That's their livelihood. Mm. Their livelihood isn't rich and famous. The money that they make is the rich and fame. What you see. But what you see when you see the art or what you hear when you hear the music, that's what changes it into a whole nother thing. Yeah. See, while less, I'm not rich and famous, but through my music, you don't see wealth. You just hear the words. You hear the words. You feel the feeling. So no matter what I put out, <clears throat> rich man can listen to it, poor man can listen to it, but they're both going to see something totally different that has nothing to do with the rich and famous. And that was, that through the music would be the therapy. Yeah. Because when you go to a psychiatrist, you don't look at, hey, I'm about to pay this dude. $120 an hour <laughs> <laughs> to tell him about my problems. You know, you're looking at the fact that... I'm about that, to listen to this $10 uh, right. uh, Spotify, you know, Spotify subscription. Spotify <laughs> subscription. Yeah, I'm going to listen to this Spotify subscription and I'm, I'm going to listen to other people's versions of what they dealt with. So music is my therapy. Like one of my favorite songs that makes me think about... I'm not going to even say that. I was, it was a joke, but when I said it, <laughs> when I was going to say it, it was like sign of I was going to say Ho by Ludacris, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to say that. That was purely a joke. Mm. I could say it, though. But no, I'm I mean, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I mean, you kind of said it now. She said she's never done it. She said she's never tried. She's sitting there. She said she was Christian and she grew up in the church. Oh, man. Yeah. So speaking speaking of lyrics, oh, like, nice. um, so to <clears> think about it, I'll ask you, um, if you are like me, when I listen to certain songs that help me get through a certain place or breakup or anything, time where I was feeling sad, it's kind of hard for me to listen to those songs at times where I'm extremely happy because it kind of starts to pull me down and you're kind of like, it's almost like a chant when you're singing along with the song and you're hearing the words that you're saying, sometimes it kind of brings you down. And I'll give you, for instance, it's like one of my favorite Lupe Fiasco songs. Right. And I used to listen to it all the time. And then, like, you ever listen to a song and then it's like uh, the words, you actually listen to the words for the first time. Right. And I was listening to the song and I actually, like, listened to the words. The song is called No Scratches and it's by Lupe Fiasco. And it's on Tetsuo and um, Youth. 
And the hook goes like this. At first I had patience, but then that patience turned to waiting. And then that waiting turned to wasting my time, my time, my time. And then that wasting turned to hating. And then that hating <laughs> got to racing <laughs> all around my mind, my mind, my mind. And so the last part of the hook is, so before we hit a wall, heartbreak, and it crashes, just walk away, no scratches. Now, this whole time I was rocking out to this song, and this song came out, wait, what year was that? This song is not like a new song. It came out maybe five years ago or so. As many times as I was listening to that song, I didn't realize it was about a breakup. And now having known that it's about a breakup, I can't sing it because yeah. I'm, like, I'm happy in the situation. Right, it's like right. I just can't rock with it like that. You feel a certain type of way. Um, <clears throat> it's funny you use Lupe talking about like songs and you know connections. Okay, so this is one song by this dude named, I think it's Sass or something like that. It's like, Sass. But he's he's like a um not underground rapper, but he's like loving hip hop type rapper. Okay. I forget his name. I think that's it. I'm not sure. But the song is called I'm a Dog. <laughs> I think I played it for you. Maybe, probably. But the the lyrics and this is I resonated with this. It's like ex chick tripping. She said I don't. What she say? She said all I do is what new chick tripping. She said all I do is something something. What the devil? I know the lyrics, man. I sing the <laughs> lyrics all the freaking time. You said I'm new, a dog. Tripping, she said all I do is dog her out. Ex tripping. She said all I do is dog her out. I can't keep a chick with why. I just dog them out. Hey, I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. But it's like. It, listening to that for me when I broke up was like, you know what? Realistically, I'm not a dog, and I'm not saying that. But it, what I got from the song, and that's what I say, it's just like funny. You think about like his words and what he was saying, and what I actually heard. Yeah, it was like ex chick tripping. She said all I did was dog her out. Right. New chick tripping. She said all I did is dog her out. You know, all I do is dog her out. I can't keep a chick for nothing because I just dog them out. Why? I'm a dog. <laughs> I'm a dog. I'm a dog. And like I say, what I heard was his cycle of repetitiveness. <laughs> it was just, it's just like, it's like, you know, it's not them. It sounds like you're the problem. Yeah. So when I looked at that, I, I took that from his standpoint, his perspective, and I put it in mind. I'm like, no, I'm not the problem. Right. Because that's not what's happening. I, and the thing is, she thought that that was the case, but that's why I broke up with her. Because you think that, but once you once you alleviate that stress with that breakup, listen to your playlist, have your support group that tells you don't do that. <laughs> do not call her. Do, <laughs> do not, not text her. Do not. Don't go over there. Don't pull up. Don't go to her job. Breakup sex is not a right. thing. Breakup sex is not a thing. That's that's a myth. <laughs> that's anybody, just a devil. Anybody says that they had breakup sex, that's a myth. <laughs> Don't that's do it. a myth. It turns into breakup, breakup part number two sex. <laughs> Let's do point three point oh sex. So do you feel in um, understanding where the faults came in, whether it's you or whether it's the other person, do you feel like that contributes to the closure in a, in a situation? Yes. Absolutely. So, so do you feel like you can have closure without understanding what went no. wrong? No, because without understanding, you can't possibly have closure. That's period. That's with any situation. I agree. You get arrested. If you don't understand, how do you know what you did wrong? Right. Unless you're a lawyer or a, an officer or somebody who's a law abiding citizen, who's, constantly looking up the laws and trying to figure that out no and in this case no not at all if you break up with someone 
And they're like, well, hey, why did you break up with me and you don't respond to them? Yeah. They'll never find that closure. That's like torture too, right? It is. And that's a sign of abuse. That's abuse. In my opinion, that's abuse. But see, the, the thing about it is, is sometimes you have to find a closure within yourself because you're not always going right. to be able to talk to that person. And not only right. that, is that perspectives is so different. It's kind of like when we talked about love languages. The way that people communicate is different. So what you see as a problem the other person might have saw it as something that was totally awesome and good. So something that you think is good, the other person could think is bad. Right. And the reason why they broke up with you might be different from the reason why uh, y'all, you feel like y'all broke up. For sure. So you can't always ask that person because you're not gonna all, they're not going to be able to ex- always be able to explain it from their perspective. Exactly. But you got to really look at it like, yo, they said I did this and I just did this out of love and I was trying to do this, but they didn't see it as a loving thing. They right. saw it as me being controlling our, me being... Yeah, they just didn't see it for what it actually was. So when somebody when somebody does something like that, you they can't ex- they don't necessarily be able to explain it. So right. it could be one thing, it could be another. And you could see it that way. They could see it another way. Y'all both could be right. And if y'all don't try to figure it out, Y'all break up and you'll never get that. You might not ever get that closer trying to understand somebody else's point of view. Exactly. Exactly. I, I totally 100% agree. 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 Is it agreeance? Agree. Agree. I'm agree. You agree with me. I like just saying agree. <laughs> <clears throat> I agree with you. I agree with you. You need to You need to have an understanding. You need to know. I mean, in order to successfully, I think, get over a breakup, you need to know why. Even if it hurts. You need to know why. I mean, the other thing that you and I have both talked about uh, previously to one another, I don't know if you ever talked about it on the show, is that if you have been with somebody. Right. And you talk about that, especially like if you're married, if you were married to that person, that's one thing. Right. But if you were in a relationship with somebody and y'all broke up and you were somebody new and you see that person and that person says something to you mm-hmm. or says something about you. And it puts you in a horrible mood. That's a problem. Then you're not really ready to move on. And you really didn't get that closure because you're still in that relationship, whether the other person is in it with you or not. Facts. I have a particular situation similar to that. For me, I kind of like peep some things out with my my last, not my last big breakup. It wasn't a big breakup. My my relationship, my longest relationship when I broke up with her. Right. Um, I could peep those types of things out because me personally, I actually missed her when I broke up with her. Right. I, I still loved that. her. I still truly loved her and I wanted to be with her. But it got to the point where I started thinking about my sanity. Yeah. You know, like is she worth me going crazy and keep going, oh, I love you and oh, I love you too and blah, 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 all that nonsense or should I just alleviate any of that stress and just move on? So it took a lot of time for me to to actually get to the point where I'm like, I'm not thinking about her. I did not ever at any time when I broke up with her, I did not ever like trying to fill my life with something else other than her. You know, I let her go (laughs) and I let her go. And the feelings that I had for her, I felt them. I thought about the good times we had always 100 percent of the time. I thought about the things that we did. I thought about the fun thing. We, I thought about the bad things we had, right. the, the arguments we had. I thought about everything. I allowed myself to be emotional over the whole situation. And the emotion that I felt when I was thinking about those things every day, yeah, it got smaller. It got smaller. smaller and smaller to now where I'm like, 
so farly removed and people don't understand it's like you can get so far removed like i can talk to her now and i feel and not feel anything i can talk to her talk about her in her new relationship her children and just be like i thank god that you're actually Happy. you know you found something you found <laughs> happiness like yeah i thank god for that because as you know in any breakup you love that person and one thing that pisses me off about a lot of people they abuse the word love they really do and in breakups, that's still a word that needs to be heard, but it needs to be heard in a different context. You know not what I'm a, saying? Not an eros love. Right. It needs to be heard like, look, I love you and I want you to be happy. Right. But and that is not with me. That's not with me. You know, not even a but. <laughs> not even a but. Sorry. I love you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I love you and I want you to be happy. Sorry, that's not with me. Not and with for me. these reasons, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> really shark, shark Tank approach Man, to that. Man, that's because that's how they do it. They'd be like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I love you and you're beautiful. And that shirt you're wearing is amazing. And the presentation is this. But I don't think I'm going to get fit. For that reason, I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They never say but or at all. Nah, it's, it's just like, like I, for those reasons, reason, I'm out. I'm out. I mean, they give you they give you closure. It's like yeah. the, the perfect kind of breakup. Exactly, the Shark Tank breakup. That's what that's what I want. <laughs> I want if if a woman is gonna break up with me, I I really do want. Like, hey, Naaman, you smell good. You're handsome. I appreciate the way your beard is growing in. And to be honest with you, I love the fact that you're cool and you're tall and you make great music. <laughs> but. I don't really think I'm a good fit in your life right now. And for those reasons. <laughs> and for those reasons. I'm out. I'm out. I was like, wait, what? What? Wait. But, you know, in my mind, it would be like, dang. Well, see, what what see, did see, I do to make points. that chick that mad? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, okay, all right. Well, she gets it. She, she made some valid points. Yeah, I am amazing. But uh, you're right about it. We do not click on those types of levels. That's like. It's it's like that Shark Tank breakup, man. It's like I don't like killing people, but you do. Like but, that don't work and for Damon, me. <laughs> Damon, Damon, he does it the best. He does it the best. Anytime he does, he's that, professional. He does it the best. Yeah. He'll he'll be like, you know what? Everything that you're doing here is good, and your margins are incredible. But I don't know anything about seafood, and for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Damon John like, is the best. He'll be like, man, he's like these amazing margins, man, and you know what? You're gonna go really far in this business, and. I swear the the price that you're asking for is super fair, but I have no idea what toilet paper now, is. Now, if it was textiles, I would <laughs> right. be able to help now, you. Now, if it was textiles, that would be it. But since it's not textiles, I can't help. I don't you. feel I don't like think I'll be a good. I don't feel like I could bring any value to the right. business. Now, why can't people break up like that? Like, like I don't feel like I can bring any value like, to this you know relationship. <laughs> to be honest with you, the sex is great. Um, <laughs> sex is great, but at times you leave the toilet seat up, and for that, I'm out. I was like, dang, well, I mean, I can put the seat down. No, it was the margins as well. So, so honestly, like that reminds me, it's because this is like the music episode now. It reminds me of a Drake song. Okay. And it's like, um, Drake, he says, uh, and this lyric, and I feel like it's very true. It's like, if I loved you, I'll always love you. That's just how I was raised. Right. But the love changes from, oh, from, from like a, a romantic love to a friendship type of love. Easy. And it's like, honestly, if you really, really truly love someone it's like that love really doesn't just like poof it's gone i don't love them no more you still you still wish for them the best but it might be from a distance right because love is not always enough for, for a relationship to survive especially when two people are very toxic to one another so that toxicity toxicity yes i love that word <laughs> will, will mess you up 
Oh, easy. And it's like that love will just keep you crashing into one to over and over into each other. Oh, easy. Easy. But I think I think it's important to to let because the, the thing is if you spend a certain amount of time where you're in a relationship with someone, you that you still love them. Yeah, you do. And I think we often as human beings, we blur the reality and which the reality is the thing we don't want to believe, we don't want to see. And the reality is, yeah, you do love me, but you don't love me like I thought you loved me. And you don't love me in the way I need to be loved. Right, and you don't love me in the way I need to be loved. Now, see, that will be interesting. A reverse breakup. You know what I mean? Like, What do you mean? Basically, like, say, for instance, you have two people, right? This guy is planning to break up with this woman. Right. But she knows it. But instead of him having to break up with her, she realizes he wants to break up even though she wants to be with him. So she tells him, you know what? I understand you're not into me. You know what I mean? I understand. <laughs> I see that you're not into me. And I realize that I'm not the right fit for you. Right. You know, because I can see some of the things that you're doing and or saying. But I and, love you and I want the but best I for you. I love you. I love you and I want the best for you. But I can tell that's not the same love. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I have to break up with you because that's what I know you want. Like, that would be a crazy thing. And then that other person would be like, well, oh, dang, that was right. spot on. All right. So Thank I, you. I feel, I feel like as as men especially, and I mean, I'll throw black men especially mm-hmm. on top of that, uh, a lot of times we are taught to be so selfless. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, selfless, selfless, put people before you, put people before you. Right. But in, the, in relationships, the thing that we have to realize is that a lot of times, not to a selfish extent, but we have to prioritize our happiness because if we're constantly um, sacrificing who we are right. as people and we're constantly pouring into other people, then eventually we'll be empty, empty. if we're not You're getting not poured back into And that's everything. That's everything, man. Business, love, relationships, family, anything. If you If you pour so much into something and nobody's pouring anything into you, you will be certainly empty. And that's, and that's why facts. And that's why it's important to have good mentors. And mm-hmm. I and like for me, especially I feel like in a relationship, you have to have somebody. And I feel like that's why it's important to find somebody that's equally yoked where y'all yeah. both both on the same level. Because it's gonna be times where you're gonna be doing more porn, but it's gonna be times where porn? you're empty. Wait, 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 pouring. Wait, wait, wait. Pouring. Wait, 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 wait. Not porn. Get why your mind you out the gutter. You said porn. Pouring. You said porn, though. No, I did not. I said porn. If you play that back, I guarantee you would hear porn. Moving right along. It's going to be t- it's, freak. It's gonna be times where you're pouring more into the other person. Right. And But it's definitely going to be times like it's times where I need to be poured into. And sometimes it's just a touch. Sometimes it's a word of encouragement. But you definitely need somebody who's going to definitely help you out. If you were somebody and you always help them out and you get to that point where it's like, man, I'm dragging. I need some help. And you go to them and they're and you're like, oh, I'm dragging. And they be like, good luck with that. You're probably with the wrong person. I'm just going to throw that out there. Like, I don't know if that's going to work out. <laughs> you might be with the wrong person. Yeah, you might that, need to be looking for a new relationship. That may not be a good fit for you. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not doing that well. Well, good might luck. Not, might I'll not talk be to, invested in that. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week. I hope you work that out. Dang, <laughs> yeah, if you're, in a, if you're in a relationship like that, you might want to look for another <laughs> another you situation. might be a redneck they no. might they might not be that into you Jeez, man, might not be at that point Jeez. man that's crazy so um, going on another note uh i was scrolling our our instagram 
And we had posted something not that long ago. Uh, not Maybe it was a while ago. But we had posted something on our Instagram, and we mm-hmm. had people responding to it, and it was talking about uh, being a true friend. So, Mr. Why I Oughta. <laughs> <laughs> why I Oughta. Why I Oughta. <laughs> like, why, why I Oughta. Why I Oughta. <laughs> he had a... He had a, a, a interesting take on what friendship is. Okay. So his thing he said, friends are hard to find. You will have a lot of associates in your lifetime, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. very few friends. A real friend is there whenever you truly need them. If you get <laughs> bit by a rattlesnake in the butt, Whoa, <laughs> they're not willing to suck the venom out. They're willing to suck the venom out to save your life. Oh man, you could have <laughs> saved that one. <laughs> You gonna die. So name, I got a question. <laughs> if, I got, if I got bitten in the butt by a rattlesnake, are you sucking the venom out to save my life? It depends. What it depend on? Would you suck the venom out of my butt to save my life? Ooh, that's a tough question, right? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> my answer would determine your answer. So if you can't answer, then God forbid we ever meet a rattlesnake. This would be an issue. Because like, both ooh. of our buttons are in jeopardy. So what if we both have snake bites? Ooh, that's rough, right? What are we doing? Like human, <laughs> human centipede? I don't like, know. <laughs> what are we doing? That's I mean, a, what are we doing? Like, really? Like that's a tough one. Who helps? You know, what if I, there's a double-headed snake and he just <laughs> like, like, oh man, hey, cuz I need a favor. Man, well, do we just both die? I think we should both die. That's, that's I'm fine with that. Look, because I don't have to live without I'm you, cool with that. And, and you don't have to live without me. That would probably We're be good. best case scenario. I we, think honestly, we just made the right decision. <laughs> like we just, we're just gonna be dead. I'm go, fine with that. go see Jesus. Chill out with him. I'm fine with that. God will be calling. Yeah, I mean, be just our luck. We'll live through it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man, you know what? I really love you, man. It looks like we're gonna die. <laughs> man, you just have to suck the venom out. Look. Death is beneath you. <laughs> Death is beneath you. Uh, do you have any last words? Help me. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> well, good luck with that. <laughs> hey, but it's not even a real snake. I'm going to die anyway. <laughs> it's all right. I'm not sucking anybody, but. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, thanks for listening. If you have a question or a comment, please be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rick and Naaman. Uh, you know, please subscribe to the show um, on your favorite podcast and app. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to give us a five-star rating so more people can find us. Share it with a friend. Please share it with a friend, right, Naaman? Oh, precisely. You need to share with all your friends because you just you just need to. I mean, if you don't, we won't have the closure. Honestly, what kind of friend would you be to, to not share this great content with them anyway, right? I think so. I think you would be a bad friend. So be a good friend and share it with your friends. Great, be a great friend. That's that's better. You can find me on my social media. I'm at Dazism. You can find name and at The DJ Blue. That's, that's I am the DJ Blue. All right, what is I know it? my name. What is it? It's I am the DJ Blue. The most impressively beautiful, elaborate, or extravagant. I was just reading. That's Definition like, for Magnus, Magnificent. I can't even say it. Call me DJ Nificent. That, Boom. Is that, is that your... He's DJ a, Nificent. He's at I am the DJ Blue. I am the DJ Blue. That's where he's at. That's where I am. So until next time, boys and girls, remember... There's always a next time. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs>